This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, later on today at the Jackpool Plaza in Vancouver, people will be gathering for a rally to call for more affordable housing in the city. Brad Barrett is a creator of the group Vancouver is Falling, also with the Affordability Action Hub, and joins us on the line. Brad, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Any idea how many people are coming out to the rally today? Uh, last I looked on the Facebook event, there was over 350 that said they're going, and and over 2,000 that are interested. And and I know it's been cross posted on another number of other groups that uh, may have higher numbers. So um, we should have a good turnout. Hopefully, the snow hasn't scared anybody away. <laughs> exactly, the snow should be hopefully melted by then. Uh, what exactly will you be calling on from government? Well, I think some of our primary asks are, are well, in light of recent um, news. Um, as well as the investigations that Sam Cooper has done, we, we we want a criminal task force and a commission to really investigate some of the some of the things that are going on in our real estate market, um, as well as a speculation tax that's that's kind of tied into to income tax earned within the province, or a land value tax that's that's tied to the property valuations, um, because property values have just gone up so so much over the past few years, and it's clear that local incomes are are not able to support the price valuations. So that money is coming from somewhere, and, and we want to be able to capture that and use it for affordable housing, use it for um, things that, that are going to be helpful for, for local residents. Uh, there's, there's quite a lot of things. We have, we have eight speakers that are going to be there. Uh, we, we'd like to see some help for renters in regards to stopping rent evictions and demo evictions, um, as well as regular regulatory framework for, for the municipalities to sort of be able to capture uh, – Issues with with short-term rentals and Airbnb, rule changes on on uh, regulations in regards to how pets are handled in in the rental framework. Uh, I'd like to see something like how Ontario has their rental market framed, um, as well as people from Richmond Farm Watch are coming to speak about the agricultural land reserve, and uh, and yeah, we, it's it's going to be a packed uh, a packed rally. Yeah, so a long a long list of items that you'd like to see action on. Yeah, there is a lot of things that the government can do, and I, I think they really need to take action. Um, we're obviously in a housing crisis situation right now, and uh, unfortunately our, our past government didn't seem to take it as, as actively as they could have. So we're hoping that uh, with the newly elected NDP, well, somewhat newly elected NDP, they, uh, they take this seriously and, and come to the table with like, a good budget. And you, you mentioned both the idea of a speculation tax or the, the housing, um, the property values and such, and also renters. Uh, which, which do you think is the priority as far as, because they are quite different on the one hand, and we were talking with Camley, Kathy Tomlinson earlier on her uh, investigative work when it comes to money laundering and real estate and, and such. There, there is the, the criminal side where, as you said, perhaps there needs to be a criminal task force or looking at where, uh, where that is taking place. But what about rentals? And this is a government that did promise some help for renters, uh, which I think we're expecting to perhaps see in the budget. Uh, what what can be done or what would you like to see done for people who rent? Well, I think some, some controls in regards to where people are being allowed to be rent evicted and where dem evictions are being taken place. It seems to be that uh, developers tend to target, obviously, the, the cheapest, most affordable land to be redeveloped. And, and that impacts renters who are typically in rental affordable housing that is in those areas, and I, I think that's that's imperative that they create a framework around like protecting them as well as 
potentially rental-only zoning in transit areas rather than having luxury condos built above skytrains. There should be some form of rental-only zoning for, for renters to be able to, to live near transit where renters tend to be on the lower income scale and need access to that transit, um, as well as just, uh, yeah, protecting renters in general. Just um, I'm not sure if the, the, there was talk about a rental rebate of $400. I don't know if that's necessary, if, if protections are in place. But there does need to be a balance um, between home ownership grants and potentially renter grants. But uh, there, there's definitely a lot of things that the government can do to help protect renters. Uh, there was, that is part of the city of Vancouver's plan, is the idea of rental-only zones around transit. Uh, is there concern, though, that even even with that being put in, there, there's still, uh, well, the concerns that I've heard, too, is what rents will they be set at, and will they still be uh, something that people can afford to live in? Well, that's always a concern, and obviously when any sort of zoning goes in, the land values go up as housing assemblies take or assemblies take place and, and homeowners band together to to make the property as valuable as they can to get the, the most value out of it. Um, but uh, the, the rents, they, they do need to come down, obviously. We, we have astronomical rents right now and, and such a low rental vacancy rate that any purpose-built rental is going to help create that dampening effect on rental prices just through the nature of the, the supply of rental is going to dampen that demand. Um, but I think the government can also step in to provide better legislation and, and rules in regards to what true social housing is and what true affordable housing is. Um, it, there's a lot of convoluted messaging in what social housing and, and what percentages are, are necessary to deem something social housing or affordable housing. And I think we need to be a lot more clear on that. And I think it needs to be much more in favor of, of taking care of uh, our more vulnerable in our society and, and uh, just taking care of everybody. We're, we're all people here, right? We, we need to take care of each other. Uh, and and very different things as well, though, when we're talking about social housing or subsidized housing, because there, there's that argument. But then there's also, and I think your group has touched on this as well, uh, you can have people making uh, up to $80,000 a year and still not able to afford to, to live to live uh, close to their work or to live where they would like to. For sure. For sure. Yeah. If people want to get into the housing market, it's extremely difficult right now. There's bidding wars going on that, that just are absolutely horrendous on the, the mental aspect of, of trying to get into the housing market from a, even realtors are, are coming to me telling me how, how traumatic it is having to be the bearer of bad news every time they go through a bidding war to try and get into some place so that a homeowner can be closer to their work. Um, to be clear though, the, the affordability action hub is, is not one particular group where we've, we've decided to bring amongst us uh, a, a vast variety of groups. We, we just we kind of realize that there's so many factions of groups out there that want renter access, want homeowner access, that want um, help for immigrants and refugees. Uh, they want housing security. That, that's really what most of the groups want uh, is housing security and, and land use rules. And uh, th- that's the main focus of the, the Affordability Action Hub is to bring these groups together and, and really make our voice heard because power and power are the numbers of people, right? So the more people we can get out to, to yell for action and, and make our voices heard, I think the better. 
All right, Brad, we'll leave it there. But thank you so much. I hope the weather cooperates for you for the rally today. And uh, we will talk to you again soon, I'm sure. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.